0: So we had been discussing chapter three, Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. So we have seen so far that Bhagawan laid out the path of Karma Yoga for us. Then he said, anyone who follows this path of mine, he will also get liberated from the bondage of actions. But then we also have seen that most of us find it very difficult to follow the path. The path is very simple. Bhagavan said, all you have to do is avoid expectations and attachment. Work in this world without any expectation and attachment. And work for the betterment of the society, the community, the cosmos. And then even if you don't have anything to gain out of it, work for the lokasangraha. Sangraha. preserve the society. Where we find it difficult is the central tenet of this path that avoid expectations and attachments. We think that's actually are the motivators for me to work in this world. I have expectation that I'll get something out of my actions and I follow the path which I am attached to. The actions which I like, I want to follow those accents. So both are my motivators. And now Bhagavan is saying you should avoid them. To help us, Bhagavan said, well, understand where this attachment is coming from. The attachment is coming from your sense of doership that I am the doer. So he said, know for sure that all accents are performed by the Prakriti. The Prakriti which is all pervading including your own self the all activities are happening in the prakriti by the gunas guna guneshu vartanta the senses when they contact the sense objects that's where the activity starts as we have seen senses, senses are designed to go out and scan this world of objects when the senses contact the objects it brings the sensation in my mind of those objects. Those sensations creates perception. That perception creates the conception for that object. Now up to that, there is no real danger. It's actually there for my protection so that I can scan this world outside and see whether things are conducive. Uh, there is no danger outside there. So my senses are detecting the danger But at the same time it's also getting pleasure out of these activities which we call it sense pleasure. Eye wants to see, ear wants to hear, I want to see the things which it likes. Ear wants to hear what it likes. So I like to hear music but not noise. These likings are created out of my experiences in the world of objects through the senses. So Bhagwan said if you know that you stop at that guna guneso vartantaha and you don't get involved in it, then you will not develop any attachment or expectation. But he said that's not possible for most people. So Bhagawan said, Sadrusam chestvate swasyaha prakrite gnanavanapi prakritim yanti bhutani Nigraha kim karishyati nigraha restraining the senses is not of much value. What can restrain the senses can do? Because even a Gnanavan, even the wise person, in a sense the one who has already understood this fact, that expectation and attachment are the root causes of all my problems. If I can identify the cause of my sorrow, it will boil down to Either it was my expectation which I could not meet and also my attachment to that person or that thing or that action. But what can a person, do? even a Jnanavan, a wise person also can only act according to his prakriti, his nature. So prakriti is my inherent nature. Now what is my inherent nature? My inherent nature is built of my tendencies. My tendencies are nothing but my past experiences. My past experiences created likes and dislikes. Things which I like that becomes my positive tendencies. I go after those objects and things which I didn't like, I want to avoid those objects. So that becomes my likes and dislikes that become my tendencies. That is now my nature and I'll follow that path. Prakriti Myanti Bhutani All beings. So it's not that a gnanvan has this problem or an agnani has this problem, Bhagavan said, in this Prakriti, all beings act according to their own nature. This nature is that of which its internal instrument is made up of. with the mind and intellect in terms of animals, their instincts. Those are the driving factors for any being to act in this world. There is no reason for you to restrain the senses because senses, when they are restrained, obviously will create actually more suffocation. So that's not the remedy. So the remedy is that understand where they come from. We analyze that all activities are taking place in the prakriti, in the gunas only. I is not really involved. The self, the consciousness, is not really involved. The gunas are reacting with each other. That interaction is creating likes and dislikes. Let's analyze where the likes and dislikes are coming from. So the next verse is Indriyashya, Indriyashya Arthe, Raga vyavasthita The seat of the Raga is the senses and the sense objects. Now this can be argued from a western philosophical point whether these likes and dislikes are in my senses or they are in my mind. So the raga and dvesa are created by the sense experiences. Unless I have experienced something, I have no liking or disliking. Before I first tasted Starbucks coffee, I didn't have any liking or disliking for Starbucks coffee. I was perfectly happy with 7 Eleven's coffee. It's only when the first time I tested Starbucks coffee that my likes or dislike started. Whether I liked the coffee, so next time there will be longing for having that experience again. Now that likes or dislikes also came from my past experience. So I compared my experience of Starbucks coffee with my experience of 7 elevens coffee. And then with that comparison, I came to the conclusion that this was more pleasurable. The Starbucks experience a little better than the 7-Eleven coffee experience. This comparison gives Say we drop 7-Eleven coffee. Let's focus on Starbucks coffee. So it actually came even though it was determined by my intellect. From its memory bank, when it has the experience for 7-Eleven coffee. And when the new experience came, it compared it against the old experience and determined that this was more pleasurable. But the actual experience came through the senses. If I had not tested Starbucks coffee, there was no comparison. There was only one experience, 7 elevens coffee. But now I have two experiences, 7 elevens coffee and Starbucks coffee. Mind goes to the intellect and said, from your database, what do you think? He said, Starbucks is better. You're more pleasurable. So, Bhagwan said that indriyasya indriyasya for all the organs and each one of them, the likes and dislikes are situated in them. Now that that experience is proved to be pleasurable. Now this sense of my taste wants to experience that again and again. Same thing with sound. Once I hear Jagjit sing song, I like it better than somebody else's song. I want to hear Jagjit sing more and more. And I want to avoid any noise. When I'm listening to music, well, don't make any noise. So this likes and dislikes are in the sense pleasures. Senses get gratification of these experiences and that becomes likes or pleasures. Senses get disturbed by the experiences that becomes my dislike repulsion. So this this Raga and Dvesa, likes and dislikes, Attraction and aversion are situated in senses. Tayoha na vasam agachet. Do not fall under the sway of these senses or the sensed pleasures. Tauhi asya paripanthina. Those two, the likes and dislikes, are obstructions, they are adversaries in your path of evolution. The path of your happiness. So, paripanthina, the Pari Panthina. In olden days, when those pilgrims were going from one place to another, there will be robbers on the way, they will put some obstructions, you have to slow down. Once you stop, they will come and rob you. you see, the Ragandis are like that. You are seeking your happiness, your permanent happiness. You are trying to find out what will make me free of all these limitations of sorrows and unhappiness. And more you try to find them outside, there will be obstructions in your way in the form of the likes and dislikes. I like something, I dislike something and now I am avoiding half of the world and pursue other half of the world. Now you are not finding your happiness. These two are the highway robbers, likes and dislikes. Do not fall under the sway of these two. In other words, there is nothing wrong in experiencing anything, but creating a strong liking and disliking is the problem. Do not create likes and dislikes, but just experience it and live it at that. And move on to the next one. Whatever the next experience is, accept it as freely. And then you will not be bound by this likes and dislikes. And then it says, Sreyan Swadharmo Vigunaha. This is another landmark verse in Bhagavad Gita. You can take it very positively for your own development or you can take it negatively. In the Bhagavan says, stay within your Dharma. If you are a Brahmin, just. It basically says, Sreyan Vigunaha. If your own Dharma, you find it of not great value. If I'm a sweeper, and my job is to sweep that building, then I don't find it anything that, that great about that job. Here the Dharma probably literally means duties. The intention of this verse here is stick to your duties. Stick to the role which you have taken. You have come this far. And where you are today is actually a culmination of your journey. You became a doctor, you became an architect, you became a mother, you became a father. That's your station point right now. That station point has given you certain duties. To act as a father, I have duties. Act as an architect, I have duties. Act as a husband, I have duties. Whatever the role I have taken, they come with their duties. Now, I may not find them very attractive right now. Uh, you know, architecture is not really a good business. I could have been a businessman. So my swadharma actually is to design buildings and make sure that they are helpful to the people who are using them. It creates a nice working environment a nice living environment. That's my job as swadharma as an architect. But after working in that field for a long time, you figure out that the developers are making a lot more money than I am. Same thing, I do all the work, and they make all the money. Why don't I become a developer also? So most architects like me, they do try out once in a while. They say, "Let's try to become a developer and architect." Most of us have lost our shirts in doing so because we are not really trained. We didn't know how to get the loans from the banks. What was the right way to do it? How to get the money out of whatever the project you created? And in the end, you're a failure. So what do you do is you go back, continue practicing architecture. You joke in architecture. If an architect hits a jackpot, what will he do? If he will continue practicing architecture till all money runs out. Is another one saying that how does an architect make a million? You say he starts out with two millions. You know. So we are not business people. You don't want to get Influenced by others. So, Sreyan swadharmo Vigunaha. Whatever dharma that I have, whatever is my nature right now, I am an artist, I am a musician, I am an architect, I am a doctor. That's what I have created from my own efforts and experiences. Even though it may not be very glamorous, stick to it. Para dharmas, to even I think the others dharma may be better well executed because death performing your own duties is much better than continue living in others dharma and suffer because you will be a fish out of water when I try to act as a developer when I am actually an architect I am actually out of my comfort zone, out of my zone of training. Now I may be the smartest person as an architect, but I am the dumbest person as a developer because the other people are much better than me. The Bhagavan said, if you try to give up your duties, then perform others' duties. So in this case, Arjuna wanted to give up his duties as Kshatriya. They wanted to take on the duties of a Brahmin or a sage who wants to meditate and pursue knowledge. Bhagavan said that's dangerous. You do not know what you do not know. So Arjuna understood, but let's make sure that I understood correctly. So Arjuna asked questions. Arjuna, watch. Athakena prayukto ayam papam charati purusha anicchan api varsneya balat even jitaha So it seems like that I'm doing things which are not appropriate because I want to do them. It looks like some kind of a force which is forcing me to do things which are inappropriate. What have you done? I don't know why I did it. That's very common dialogue over here. So so Arjuna says, What is it that propels people to do sinful acts? Most of the time, it's not done with a clear goal or a motive. Without icha, without any desire to commit sin. Oh Varsnaya, a sign of a Vrishni clan. So You can see Arjuna is addressing Krishna more as a friend. Oh Varsnaya, can you tell me what is that force which is controlling? This force is like Neojita. It's not that I have any choice. It's like I am controlled by. It's like I'm possessed by some force. That force is impelling me or propelling me to do something which I'll find out that it's not really good. If you go and ask anyone who is incarcerated and say, why did you do this? I I didn't want to do it, but my circumstances forced me to do it. When you analyze, at core of the heart, they're all good people. They are just not realizing why they are doing what they are doing. So, Arjuna wants to know why. And we will stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episodes website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at Chinmaya Richmond.com. O-R-G. thank you om sarve bhavantu sukina sarve santu Niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave. om shantihi Shanti, Shanti, Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om